Section 19 of Satan's Diary by Leonid Andreyev, translated by Hermann Bernstein. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. April 6, 1914. The good Toppy approves all my actions. He amuses me greatly, this good Toppy. As I expected, he has completely forgotten his true origin he regards all my reminders of our past as jests sometimes he laughs but more often he frowns as if he were hurt for he is religious and considers it an insult to be compared with a horny devil even in jest he himself is now convinced that devils have horns his americanism at first pale and weak like a pencil sketch has now become filled with colour and i myself am ready to believe all the nonsense given out by toppy as his life it is so sincere and convincing according to him he has been in my service about fifteen years and particularly amusing it is to hear his stories about his youth apparently he too has been touched by the charms of maria my decision to surrender all my money to her father astonished him much less than i expected he merely chewed his cigar for a moment and asked and what will he do with your money i do not know toppy he raised his brow and frowned you are joking mr wondergood you see toppy just now we it is magnus is occupied in converting my estate into gold and jamming it into banks in his name of course you understand how can i fail to understand mr wondergood these are all preliminary essential steps what may happen further i do not know yet oh you are jesting again you must remember old man that i myself did not know what to do with my money it is not money that i need but new activity you understand but magnus knows i do not know yet what his plans are but it is what magnus said that is important to me i will compel you to work wondergood oh magnus is a great man you will see that for yourself toppy toppy frowned again and replied you are master of your money mr wondergood ah you have forgotten everything toppy don't you remember about that play that i wanted to play yes you did say something about it but i thought you were joking no i was not joking i was only mistaken they do play here but this is not a theatre it is a gambling-house and so i gave all my money to magnus let him break the bank you understand he is the banker he will manage the game and i shall simply do the betting quite a life eh apparently the old fool understood nothing 
he kept raising and lowering his eyebrows and again inquired and how soon may we expect your betrothal to signorina maria i do not know yet toppy but that is not the thing i see you are dissatisfied you do not trust magnus oh signor magnus is a worthy man but one thing i do fear mr wondergood if you will permit me to be frank he is a man who does not believe this seems strange to me how can the father of signorina maria be a non-believer is that not so permit me to ask do you intend to give anything to his eminence that depends now on magnus oh on signor magnus so so and do you know that his eminence has already been to see signor magnus he was here a few days ago and spent several hours in his study you were not at home at that time no i do not know we have not spoken about that but have no fear we will find something for the cardinal confess old man you are quite enchanted with that old monkey toppy glanced at me sharply and sighed then he lapsed into thought and strange as it may seem something akin to a monkey appeared in his countenance as in the cardinal's later from somewhere deep within him there appeared a smile it illumined his hanging nose rose to his eyes and blazed forth within them in two bright little flames not devoid of wanton malice i looked at him in astonishment and even with joy yes that was my old toppy risen from his human grave i am convinced that his hair again has the smell of fur instead of oil gently i kissed his brow old habits cannot be rooted out and exclaimed you are enchanting toppy but what was it that gave you such joy i waited to see whether he would show maria to the cardinal well he did not well but toppy remained silent and as it had come so did the smile disappear slowly at first the hanging nose grew pale and became quite indistinct then all at once the flames within his eyes went out and again the old dejection sourness and odour of church hypocrisy buried him who had been resurrected for a moment it would have been useless to trouble the ashes with further questions this happened yesterday a warm rain fell during the day but it cleared up towards evening and magnus weary and apparently suffering with headache suggested that we take a ride into the campagna we left our chauffeur behind a practice peculiar to all our intimate trips his duties were performed by magnus with extraordinary skill and daring on this occasion his usual daring reached the point of audacity 
despite the ever-thickening twilight and the muddy road magnus drove the automobile at such mad speed that more than once did i look up at his broad motionless back but that was only at first the presence of maria whom i supported with my arm i do not dare to say embraced soon brought me to the loss of all my senses i cannot describe it all to you so that you would really feel it the aromatic air of the campagna which caressed my face the magnificence and charm of our arrow-like speed my virtual loss of all sensation of material weight of the complete disappearance of body when i felt myself a speeding thought a flying gaze but still less can i tell you of maria her madonna gaze whitened in the twilight like marble like the mysterious silence and perfect beauty of marble was her gentle sweet and wise silence i barely touched her slender supple figure but if i had been embracing within the hollow of my hand the entire firmness of earth and sky i could not have felt a more complete mastery of the whole world do you know what a line is in measurement not much is that not so and it was only by the measure of a line that maria bent her divine form to me no no more than that but what would you say man if the sun coming down from its course just one line were to come closer to you by that distance would you not consider it a miracle my existence seemed unbounded like the universe which knows neither your time nor distance for a moment there gleamed before me the wall of my unconsciousness that unconquerable barrier against which the spirit of him who has donned the human form beats in vain and as quickly did it disappear it was swallowed without sound or conflict by the waves of my new sea even higher they rose enshrouding the world there was no longer anything to remember for me or to know my new human soul remembered all and commanded all i am a man what gave me the idea that i hate magnus i looked at this motionless erect and firm human back and thought that behind it a heart was beating i thought of how painful and terrible it was for it to remain firm and erect and of how much pain and suffering had already fallen to the lot of this human creature no matter how proud it might appear or dejected and suddenly i realized to the extent of pain and tears how much i loved magnus this very same magnus he speeds so wildly and has no fear and the very moment i sensed this 
maria's eyes turned upon me ah they are as bright at night as they are by day but at that moment there was a troubled look within them they were asking why these tears what could i say in reply with the aid of weak words i silently took maria's hand and pressed it to my lips and without taking her gaze off me shining in cold marble lustre she quietly withdrew her hand and i became confused and again gave it to me taking off her glove will you permit me to discontinue man i do not know who you are you who are reading these lines and i rather fear you your swift and daring imagination moreover a gentleman feels ill at ease in speaking of his successes with the ladies besides it was time to return on the hills the lights of tivoli were already gleaming and magnus reduced his speed we were moving quite slowly on the return trip and magnus grown merry wiping his brow with his handkerchief now and then addressed brief remarks to us there is one thing i will not conceal her unquestionable womanliness emphasizes the completeness of my transformation as we walked up the broad stairs of my palazzo amid its princely wealth and beauty i suddenly thought why not send all this adventure to the devil why not simply wed and live like a prince in this palace there will be freedom children laughter just earthly happiness and love and again i looked at magnus he seemed strange to me i will take your money then i saw the stern gaze of maria and the contradiction between her love and this plan of simple modest happiness was so great and emphatic that my thought did not even require an answer i now recollect this thought accidentally as a curiosity of topism let me call it topism in honour of my perfect toppy End of section 19